When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Are you ready? Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I plan on dying in a very loud and dramatic fashion, not just slowly fading away due to microplastics, so I'm not too worried. But you have them. Isn't that crazy? You've yeah. got them in. You've got the plastics inside I know. I think of that you. makes me a very useful piece of Tupperware in a way. You think? Because uh-huh. yeah. I tend to bottle things up. <laughs> that is. <laughs> yep, you do. We did not get hired for the content of our character. We got hired because we're tall, handsome, and Audrey's pretty. <laughs> That's why. Is that why we got hired? Yeah, maybe. It's not the content of the show? Probably not. Okay. And Mahoney. Think about how good it would be for me and Audrey if you died of a heart attack live on here. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone would know about this. I show. would freak out. Are you kidding me? With joy? Do you think I handle you'd panic situations? You, you'd get a raise. Yeah, though. for sure. Mahoney. What? You forget. I know I look like a man, but I am still a woman. They will never give me more money. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. Uh, Credit card debt is out of control in the United States. The combined household debt in the United States increased by $212 billion in the first quarter of 2023. And they are saying it tops out at $17.5 trillion. So we owe some people some money. Yeah, the uh, the rise in debt led to an increase in delinquencies, experts citing some inflation, higher interest rates, and the resumption of student loan payments as contributing factors. Credit card debt reached $1.13 trillion by the end of 2023, again, totaling out at $17.5 trillion. Like, we can't even fathom that much money. In the last couple of years, though, I can say confidently that without a credit card, I would have not been able to eat. Oh, I mean, I think that's the case for a lot of people. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I have to have been absolutely reliant since COVID. I mean, before COVID, you know, on, on having a credit card because things have gotten so expensive that my paycheck was what was paying for bills and rent and my credit card was for food. I think that yeah. there is kind of this general perception that people that have credit card debt are being irresponsible and that's just not it's the survival case. sometimes. Yes. And that's yeah. the, it's it, and it's so disgusting to have that kind of point of view. And I think it's a point of view from people who've never truly been poor yeah. and don't know what it's like to be in a situation where that is the only way that we can survive, you know, it's real easy to to cast uh, your your nose down at somebody but man it's the way your car breaks down like you have to get there or you get sick one medical There's, bill and you're in a financial situation you can be that saving, sometimes you can't get out of exactly you can be saving for months and one tiny thing like running like hitting a pothole and blowing a tire yeah. bending a rim can blow your entire savings that you've been saving for months for. And it's, not even your fault many times. Somebody rear-ends you, right? Yeah, like right. something bad happens, they don't have insurance. Like there's all sorts of ways that things can go off the rails. Last so. three times I've been hit, you know, and thank God those haven't been serious ones, none of the people had insurance. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's a, it's a tough situation. Just know that if you have credit card debt, you are certainly not, not alone, alone in the situation. <laughs> yeah. And uh, right now, it is a problem that just continues to to. It's to only grow. going to continue to grow. Just keep taking them out and then die eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's somebody else will deal with it. Yep, that's what I'm doing. Some good news today as well. There is a study out of Korea that involved 2.9 million people, and it suggests that if you quit smoking before the age of 50, you have got a 57 percent reduction in the risk for lung cancer. Well, that's good. So if you if you've been smoking and uh-huh. you've been smoking since you know you were 18 years old and now you're 49, just stop today and you'll be just everything fine. will be fine. Yes, oh, yeah. great. You logged 30 years of smoking, but as long as you quit by 50, you're okay. Okay. Is that how it works? I mean, they, they did study three million people, so I mean, this was a pretty massive study that was sure. done. Uh, they're saying that stopping smoking just in general provided a 42 percent risk in reduction for lung cancer. So, kind of regardless of when you stop, it's going to help you, obviously. But uh, they're they're saying the age of 50, if you're able to stop before then, well, your lungs can how heal. Many people, yeah. How many people have like heart attacks, strokes, or die from like hypertension, you know, when they're like 52 before the cancer hits. Right, yeah, yeah. It doesn't not didn't get cancer, though. And again, there, there's the plan. Just die before you get hit by uh, something, something terrible else. or your financial debt crushes you. There we go. There you go. Brilliant. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. I thought this number would be much higher. I mean, when you see that there was a study done of something and that 91% of people are on the same page, that's pretty unlikely, right? I mean, we've talked about that before, Mahoney, when it comes to especially like voting. If you had the choice between a free ice cream cone and a kick in the nuts, it would still be like... 5743. Right. You know, and you're like, how is that possible? It seems like there's There's a lot of stupid people out there. A pretty distinct right answer. But yeah, but when there's 91% of the people that are on the same page, you're like, that's almost universal, right? So what's going on with this? 91% of people, and I'm shocked that this number is not higher. 91% of people agree to terms of service without reading the terms of service. I'm shocked it's only 91%. That's what I mean. Who is reading that? There's I have 9%. never read once. I My soul has probably been, is owned by every corporation. I gotta give my firstborn to Nike and uh, EA Sports. Yeah, I you actually, know, I've, I've signed I so many TOSs this. that I've never read ever. I actually have seven kids. The first three were all, uh, went to Verizon Wireless. Ah, yeah. Rumpel Stiltskin yeah. actually uh, running most of the corporations <laughs> in America. Yeah, uh, But yeah, 91% of people say they don't read the the terms of service, but just for a moment, because we've all worked in customer service before. Can yep. you imagine working, say, at a Verizon wireless store or wherever, right? Or AT&T, actually took the time to and read somebody, it. Somebody, you give them the terms of service and they're like, hang on. Three hours later, Apparently they return to you. Nine percent of people do with some questions. That's crazy. I think I think I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that this has got to be inaccurate, right? Like, there's no way that 9% of people, 9 out of every 100 people are going, yes, I would like to read these terms of service. 1 out of 10? No. No, Not a chance. I think that there are people that fancy themselves to be term readers, and they anoint themselves as the sort of person that is a very careful person that would actually read the terms of service. There's no way. Do you think they just gloss over it? That doesn't count as reading it, but I think that there's plenty of people who lie. What's the point in reading the terms of service? If you do disagree with something, you don't get it. You don't get to read it. And the only reason you're reading it is because it's something you want. Right. And we want it, so we're going to sign it. There's just no way that 9% of people are actually going through it. And then if you do have a dispute, do you just phone Mr. Verizon and tell him that you, uh, you don't agree to these terms? And so they're like, okay, no cell phone then. Like, what What do you do? What's the point of reading the terms if 9% of the people out there are actually reading them? Shame on you. You're wasting your life. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. 
Stephen Mahoney. I don't know what this is all about. You just told me to call your dummy. There's nothing you can say they haven't heard before. Leave us a message by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. So the other day, I almost got scammed by a glassmaker, but he didn't fool me. I saw right through him. <laughs> I regret nothing. Message deleted. Don't ever call here again. Call every Do day. Do not ever call What are you talking about? Fantastic dad joke. You that is not even a good coming. dad joke. Did you guys ever have like You're joke books hater. as a kid or yeah. like get really pumped for Laffy Taffy so you could get the new joke of the yeah. day or the, the popsicles? The popsicle one. You know, popsicle that, jokes were, were always, a, always a hit. That hasn't stopped because my, my daughter, who just turned eight years old, she loves dad jokes. And I don't know where she gets them. What do you mean? She, the apple tree, hello, you. I know, <laughs> but they're, they're not coming from me. She'll surprise me with new dad jokes almost on a daily basis. She'll, she'll hit me with a new joke almost every day. I'm like, where did you learn that? Are you at school amongst your classmates, like, trading jokes? I'm like, sure. their currency? Yeah. This is fantastic. But she remembers them, punchline, perfectly timed, oh, good callback. Yeah, in elementary it. school, I mean, jokes were currency. Like, yo mama jokes with, in the 80s and the early 90s. During that time period when I was in elementary school, those were, like, everything. You you had to come to school with some good yo mama jokes. Is there anything worse in life than when somebody asks you for a joke, like a good knock-knock joke? I've had so many people do and that. And you can't remember I, one? I The interrupting cow is, is like, probably my go-to. I the go interrupting orange. cow. Yeah. Or orange. my go-moo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knock-knock. To me? Yeah. Who's there? Little old lady. Oh, you are so, so, I I hate you, I think. Little old lady who? I didn't know you could yodel. Dude, <laughs> I, I used to get a, I, I was like your daughter, yeah. and my mom or dad got me a, like, joke book. Yeah. A knock-knock joke book. Yeah. And I would just flip through that thing and just, like, laugh and laugh and yeah. laugh. I don't remember a single joke other than the orange and the interrupting cow. Do you realize yeah. that that is just you now, but instead of having a joke book, it's memes on the internet? Oh, my God. It's, you're the same person. I'm the same person. Yeah. I'm just... Different format. Yeah, cool. yeah like a joke, a joke book meets the, because did you get, did you have the like um, Saturday or the Sunday funny books at all? Like like my parents would buy me the like, Cal, I had a Calvin and Hobbes, Calvin Hobbes oh, and all yeah. those, but my favorite was the far side. I still uh, think the far side, like Gary Larson's far side is still mm -hmm. my absolute favorite like comic strip of all time. I feel like that, that drove my love for comedy more than literally almost anything. You're a comedic genius because you read The Far Side growing up. Yes. Got yes, it. Please leave a message after the tone. I know in media, you guys aren't allowed to say Super Bowl, but as a listener of the show, can I say Super Bowl or do I have to say big game? So anyways, what's your guys' favorite big game or Super Bowl moment that you've ever watched or been a part of? Message deleted. We can say Super Bowl. So here's how it works. Just to clarify the whole Super Bowl thing. You can't talk about the Super Bowl if you're trying to sell something. You can't be like, come down to my bar, we're having a Super Bowl party, because you're profiting off of their trademark, mm -hmm. right? But we can talk about the Super Bowl or moments it's of news. the Super Bowl. Yes. And we are a news organization. We are definitely a hard-hitting <laughs> news <laughs> organization. You tell me if you that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can, we, we're, we're able to, to say all of that. 
I don't have a favorite Super Bowl moment, though. I mean, I remember distinctly that Super Bowl with the Seahawks and the Broncos where it was like 11 seconds into the game and the Broncos, you probably remember that, Chris. Yeah, because, yeah, that was... Seahawks scored instantly and then like it was like... I don't know. No, because Peyton Manning like fumbled, fumbled on the very first play, and it was like yeah. on the one yard line, wasn't yeah. it, or something yeah. like that? Yeah, it was either a safety or or a touchdown or something like that yeah. with the Seahawks. But it was like because I had a friend over at the at the house, and we were having a watch party, and that was probably what eleven years, ten, yeah, eleven it years been ago, twenty. 15 because I was hosting because yeah. I'm a Broncos fan obviously I was hosting a Super Bowl party for at, the Broncos at a casino Ooh. in Vegas and it was mostly Seahawks fans there oh, too that's rough and I yeah. being like, did anybody punch a TV I've, I feel like I've never been around I've always seen the videos of the one guy who it's like punches a, a TV fan. or is like taking the TV that? off the wall absolutely not I think that if there if I was a woman who was dating a man who punched a TV because of some dude who did something bad on a sports team that that dude liked I would be like instant it depends on I'm how out. much I'm money he had on the game. It does though. not matter. But also, do you think that it that's does. Why we can't TVs? watch the rest of the game. I don't, you moron! Not, you just broke the TV. No, I mean you punch it when it's over, uh, or you Elvis it and you shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis was shooting TVs. Yeah, he was just fat as hell. I mean, like I don't know why that's Sitting like the, the most surprising things. Huh. <laughs> Wasn't even a sports moment. He was just like for no reason. Inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> and that was like back when TVs were hard to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Like ricochet and hit him back. Hit you back. Yeah. Do you remember what your first AOL instant messenger screen name was? Message deleted. Probably like soccer girl. I do. XX. Laughing stock 69 because I'm cool. Laughing stock? What was yours, Mahoney? Mine was not to be confused, but it was in a like NT2KBNFZD. Oh, God, I hate you. So, you know, it was like a play on words as well. So I was real impressed with that at like 12. I am so unoriginal. Like, I feel like I don't remember any of my screen names because I could never pick one. That is the most ADHD thing I've ever, like, audibly said out loud. I changed my screen name, like, every single week. Every single week. I can't remember. You had to. You had to. Yeah, it was like you a thing. Burner, burner accounts and stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, I just, I always changed it up. Even my um, emails, which is wild. I don't know why I was doing that. I don't even know you why I had to email at nine. Yeah. Because at AOL, like, I feel like you were able to change, maybe like, there's something about AOL teen. Huh. AOL your the kids. AOL, uh, AOL Instant Messenger, AIM, you could change your screen name pretty easily. Really easily. Yeah. And then God. always, always lying about being much older than we actually were. Oh, my God. I was like 42 female from Florida. <laughs> I'm like, what? I am 10. What am I doing here? Like, legit. I was, that was wild. I was 26, a model, green eyes, all a lie. Found a, yeah, absolutely. Found a, like some like playboy image offline. Like, this is me. I swear. You were catfishing before we even knew there was a term for it. On my life, that I was, that was not good. Audrey was pretending to have a perm. <laughs> no, I had a perm. It was oh, you my, did? It okay, was my, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. fully gelled. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, I know that you're going through it right now. This is a uh, difficult time in your life. You, uh, you've lost something very near and dear to your heart. So my wife has banned me from cooking my favorite dish that I make in my house. Your macaroni and cheese? That is she the, knew it. I don't Call cook it. a whole okay. lot of things. There's the things that I cook well are grilled cheese, macaroni and cheese, mostly cheese-based 
items. I mean, you got through two there. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, that was, that's, that's and then steaks. And then steaks. Yeah, right, yeah. But that's not, that's not, that's, covered in But that's not an accomplishment. <laughs> but I make a really good <laughs> mac and cheese, which I can't, I think Dave's had, Dave's had the pleasure of trying my mac and cheese and once. It was a pleasure. I mean, it was weird because I got like visibly aroused yeah. while I was having it. Well, because yeah. it's decadent. Mahoney, you yeah. do like six different cheeses. You take the time to grate it. I mean, you literally one time made a very cinematic uh, video, I think that you can find on either your Instagram personally or somewhere on the internet at Mahoney Sucks. Like, you literally took the time to cinematographer this whole scenario. He didn't just use storyboard like, yeah. yeah. shot yeah. by shot yes. of, yeah, he, of making he, this He didn't magazine. even just use, like, the cinematic version on the iPhone. Like, he busted out the, the $10,000 Sony Red <laughs> to get yeah. a shot. Because it's great. You do a good job. Why yeah. did she ban you? So, every time... Like this last time I made it, I made it this past weekend when we were hanging out and she doesn't eat. She eats healthy almost all day, every day. So eating mac and cheese, especially when she sees how I make it with, you know, I make Gouda, a stick of butter. I use whole whipping cream. boy, That's what you got to do. Well, you don't have to use whole whipping cream. You You can use half and half or God forbid, uh, milk. No, but see, but but you know how to make mac and cheese right then. There's nothing worse though whenever you're going over to someone's house for like Thanksgiving, they're like using like 2% or skim milk in their their macaroni and cheese and it's dry and it's not, it doesn't make that wetty goopy noise whenever you're going to like dig it out with a spoon. So you've got good mac and cheese. Thank you. And I I feel like that's my best dish that I make that if I'm, if somebody were to ask me to come to a party like Dave did, you know, I don't know how long ago that was, but to bring a, uh, an item, that is the one that I would bring. Because it's always a home run. It is. A, I, I think so. But the reason why my wife banned this for me is Which, because... by the way, this is a funny comment. Uh, Kyle in the chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney, just commented, Mahoney is lactose. Oh, like, okay, You are yeah. actually you. lactose, yes. But the problem is, after I eat a bowl, like, I, it, it, it like, I don't know, it's like a sedative. To me. Tired. Like I have I like pass out immediately. It's like if it's like taking 20 Benadryls for me after I eat a bowl it's of mac and cheese. That's, that's what most people do with like scotch. So I mean, like you just found a slightly different way of making yourself doze off and have happy dreams. I think this is good. Well, the problem is is that I there's no way to make it and not make a massive amount of it. Mm, I see. And I have this real stupid problem. I don't do leftovers very well so i never end up eating the rest of it so i end up with like two quarts three quarts of whole ass mac and cheese that just sit in the fridge for two weeks until that goes bad and then she throws it out so So she has banned i've got a quick thing just real quick she's banning happiness from you do you understand this so Mm -hmm. i just googled why what, what did I Should exactly? you divorce your wife? No, why do I get tired after eating macaroni and cheese? <laughs> and there's a thing on here. There's an article. So it says high carbohydrates containing foods, which like would be noodles and cheese mm-hmm. and everything that's high carb foods, um, boost the production of serotonin happiness. You're too happy. Which can make you feel content and sleepy. So she's banning happy from you. This is the purest form of happiness that you've ever experienced. And the fact that you're making this yourself like you're putting because you don't put the effort into anything anything <laughs> except uh, for the macaroni and cheese except for the macaroni and cheese like you you just said you don't cook anything on your own you don't Rarely. do anything yeah. that requires you to go through the process of actually getting the ingredients and making it so there's all this effort that you put into it and then when you actually consume it 
it overwhelms you with, with happiness, happiness to the point where you are so content you're drifting off into a blissful slumber and she's ripping this away from you? Well, I also think the part that has come into this ban is that uh, when I did pass out, at, this was like one in the afternoon on a Saturday, uh, I didn't clean up the kitchen. Oh, uh, boo, boo, you tomatoes, so, tomatoes, tomatoes, throw yeah, you, throw no. you into the guillotine. What do you mean you just left milky residue? And that's cheesy where the, milky residue. <laughs> cheesy milky residue. Oh, you know that film? You know the film that's around the pot? <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's impossible to get Dude, up. two washes in the, in the dishwasher. This sounds even get like it out. irreconcilable deliciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak to my lawyers and chefs. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Oh, boy. Here we go. The news came out that Shane Gillis is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live. And, of course, the story is that Shane Gillis was actually going to be a part of Saturday Night Live and was going to be a full-time member of the staff of Saturday Night Live. And then some comments surfaced that he'd made on a podcast. And people were some people were offended by those comments. And they said that it was... Uh, you know, racist or homophobic or whatever it may be. And Shane Gillis is an edgy comedian. And Shane Gillis, if you're familiar with his work, he says a lot of things that I'm sure you can be offended by if you're looking to be offended. Let's get That's offended by going to the Ha Ha Show or listening to the Ha Ha, uh, the Ha Ha podcast, as Tom Segura would say. You yes. know, if you're looking for it, you can find it. He also came out and apologized, said, if I offended anybody, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, and that was in, what, 2019, 2020? 2019, yeah. You know, so that that's, you know, I would say old news at this point, but uh, of course TMZ wants to drag it up and try to run it into the ground again because that's what they do. And that's exactly what's happening now. So, you know, and TMZ sucks. I mean, we've talked about that a lot on this show. Like, TMZ yeah, is just, chasers. You're, 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 you're profiting from clout, from, you know, people dying. Like, you're just trash. Well, and I mean, the thing that really set me off with TMZ is when... The Kobe stuff? The Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Like, when Kobe Bryant died four years ago, they were uh, reporting things that were incorrect. They said that his whole family was on the helicopter. And the way that his wife found out about it is because of the shoddy reporting that was done by TMZ, which is just not the way to do things, right? It's just right. really, really unfortunate. Other legitimate news sources made the mistake of following TMZ's lead, thinking that they had done their due diligence. There was a lot of misinformation. But, yeah, I mean, the way that TMZ doesn't fact check, the way that they stalk celebrities and then they uh, they, they profit off of people overreacting, it it's just it's just dirty the way that they do business. But, yes, TMZ is one of the sources that is responsible for Shane Gillis now trying to get recanceled. So just, just so we're clear... Uh, they, they canceled it in 2019. They cost him probably the what, job of his career. What and you now haven't to do it figured out, like the, 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 the super ultra woke uh, folk in Hollywood, when you try to cancel a comedian, all that does is put them on a higher platform and makes them more money. Shane Gillis has become wildly successful, and I don't think that he's only successful because of what happened in 2019 no. with him getting fired from Saturday Night Live. But, but he's a very became, funny but guy. But put his name up in, in you know, you, you are putting a spotlight on people who you don't want to succeed, and it's having the opposite effect, which I do kind of love in a way. Well, Shane Gillis is a massively uh, talented guy, and we've talked about it, Audrey. I mean, probably the best special for, for comedy's sake, I've on, watched on Netflix. it a million times. It, it, it makes me laugh like I watched it for the first time. And the fact that they are trying to cancel him again over something that happened five years ago. It just, like, it just, just shows that there's nothing else to do or talk about at the moment. Just shut up. Just stop. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Americans that are nuttier than a payday. I got me a dog. It's the Redneck Report on Dave and Mahoney. 
So to kick off today's Redneck Report, we will start with the genital jiggler. Oh, boy, what? yeah. Old GG. Oh, uh, the guy, guy, a, a guy named Darren with a, uh, spelled D-A-R-R-I-N, uh, was arrested kind for, of Darren. Uh-huh, for indecent exposure after lifting his gown and exposing his junk while standing at the entrance of uh, University of Florida Health in the villages of all places. Uh-huh. Uh, he has been discharged from the hospital, was still wearing his gown, and sought opinions on whether his genitals appeared swollen. So he was just asking every person that walked by, hey, do my genitals look swollen as he lifted his gown and was, quote, jiggling his genitals. Ew. He was arrested on a charge of indecent exposure, taken to the detention center with a bond set at $1,000, which feel doesn't like- seem like enough. You know, we should be allowed as a society and our police force, if somebody's out here flashing their, and jiggling their genitals, we should be able to tase them in the nuts. Yeah, like directly to the nuts. Directly. Little, little like barbs that, right yeah. in the nuts. I feel like I would reverse Uno and legit, like just start laughing and pointing. <laughs> like, like if that's swollen, you're uh, you're not doing great, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe he was still on uh, some kind of meds. Who knows? But either way, uh, he, he landed himself in jail after being discharged from the hospital. I imagine it's been a rough week for old Darren. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy, 36 years old, also new to the involved, was arrested after being caught on camera getting totally nude at the Miami uh, Fort Lauderdale Inter- International Airport. And you're like, boy, that seems like it's interesting to get totally naked. In an airport? Yeah. I mean, were you walking through the metal detectors at least? Uh, so he parked <laughs> his vehicle on the sidewalk outside of Terminal 1, walked into the terminal already naked, I guess, uh, breached the secure TSA area, and uh, resisted arrest, eventually taken into custody. So, I mean, did you get fully nude and then drive to the airport? Uh, you were drunk, obviously. Like, at what point did you get naked? Did you get naked while driving? Because that's there's a part of me impressive. that kind of would like to experience that just for a day, if I could get it, get away with it with no repercussions. Like to be so drunk that you think that it's a good idea to drive to the airport, get naked, and then ch- ch- charge the TSA area. Like, like, what? what do you have to be as a kind of person sober to have those type of drunken thoughts? Right. Like, and also. Like, I've been very drunk before. At no point have I ever thought that would be a good idea. I mean, again. I'm not a nude. I'm not a drunk nude. Like, a nude drunk person, I it's guess. It's probably a good thing. I mean, I feel like you get in a lot of trouble if you are. But I just, I'm glad that I'm not friends with anyone that's like, when they get too loaded, they're like, I'm going to get totally naked and storm arguably one of the most secure areas that you can find in any city USA. Not a great idea. So uh, it was pretty dramatic, the whole scene, because obviously people were filming it, and he was totally naked, and he was definitely resisting arrest. So it took, which also, if you're a TSA person, you're like, I didn't come to work today to have to wrestle a naked man, did I? Yeah, you did. Ah, make him work. Yeah. (laughs) I was just going to say, Mahoney, I feel like that's TSA's punishment. They always be yelling. Uh, and this final story Take is... Take the water out of your bag! I always get so anxious. Take your shoes off! Why are you screaming at me? Like, it's, it's not... The laptop comes out of the suitcase! And finally, the uh, the last story in the Reddit report is when stupid people have money. So Tesla owners are now having to be told not to wear your Apple virtual reality headsets while you're driving your Tesla. Boy, if you really have to be told that, you uh, you deserve to accidentally drive off of a cliff in your side. Well, I mean, it's self-driving. I mean, still, man. Like, you are, I, I mean, I know that the Apple uh, VR headsets are like a new thing, and like they're expensive and all of that stuff. I've seen some videos of people out and about in public, nobody driving, thankfully, wearing one, uh, wearing these things. Oh, my God, you look like a douche. I mean, here's the More. thing, though. I, I, I've got two friends who've tried them. They don't own them yet, but they went to the Apple store and they tried them. And they both say they're pretty awesome. They said that's the best technological leap 
since the actual iPhone. Yeah, really? But like, do, you, do you know what else is awesome? Uh, self-pleasure. Just ah. don't do it in public. Okay. Like, fair. if you if you want to do that, that's fine. But, like, don't go out in public and start doing that. Just don't drive and do it. You can, you can wear your nope. VR headset in nope. the Starbucks. Nope. I got no, no problem I'm, with I'm, it. Uh, you can, but just know I'm going to be laughing at you. What, Dave, no, you're such a square. It. Let these I'm people. Not a square. Let you these look people. like an idiot. What do you mean you're wearing a computer on your face? You just you're wearing these kids and their technology are just not that important. Thirty years ago, having carrying a computer around in your pocket would have been considered obscene and crazy too. You had a beeper, man. Hey, man, don't knock that beeper. <laughs> I, there was important business being done on that beeper. Uh huh. Uh huh. I had to buy that bag of shake weed. Uh-huh. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. How do you really feel? Tell, Tell us. By calling the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Hey, Dave Mahoney and Audrey. I just want to say that I am... Message deleted. That voice should not Thank have you. come out of Rick Spring, or excuse me, uh, Astley. Rick, Astley. Rick Rick Astley's yeah. <laughs> Astley. Astley. <laughs> uh, body. Yeah. Like that. That is. There's. I don't know in history if there's ever been a more mismatched voice yeah. to 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 face. Yeah, because we get that sometimes. People are like, "Oh, you don't look the way that you sound," which right. is interesting because I think I look exactly like I sound. Because you, whenever you, I'm familiar with yeah. myself. Uh, but you're right, Rick Astley <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Does not. Like something got mixed up there, and I really feel bad for the guy on the other end of things mm-hmm. who got the voice that Rick Astley was supposed to get. It's Clay Aiken. It is Clay Aiken, isn't it? Yeah, they're kind of like the same same person, but different. To is me. he still? Uh, did you know Clay? He ran, Aiken he ran was, for he ran for Congress something in South like Carolina, North Carolina, was and, it North Carolina, and lost, I believe, pretty badly. Yeah, I mean, but who like who's voting for Clay Aiken? I mean, but if you got a shot, like be like a state senator in North Carolina, like at least have some sort it's, of opportunity to make it. Especially if you're running for Congress and you had a room that was talking about being invisible and like walking into rooms and stuff and like wanting to watch you as you're just kind of existing. Is that a Clay Aiken song? <laughs> if I was invisible, I would I, walk into your room. <laughs> he wrote a whole song about being a stalker? <laughs> yeah, like, well, like I mean, a there's... Peeping Tom? Not, that's not the very first song that we've ever heard where people are talking about like... No, but it's way worse when it's Clay Aiken. From Clay Aiken. <laughs> yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. I'm putting the over-under at two months following the Super Bowl for Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift to split. Message deleted. I would love it if they just broke up right there on the field. Like, if he doesn't win, she just, like, takes off his jersey and just drops it and leaves. Thumbs down. And you never see her again. (laughs) She thumbs him down on camera. I think that would be the funniest thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. Just Taylor Swift paying the camera with just a big old thumb down. (laughs) I came here because I thought you were a winner. Please leave a message. All right, Dave, I'm right with you. You cannot go head on against your mother-in-law. I have done this a couple of times. It never works out. What you need to do is be like the guy that wasted 127 rounds shooting a ninja. Become a ninja. Accidentally get the dog locked in the closet. Keep him outside. Keep in the garage. Kick the flip-flops underneath the couch so she can't find him. You start being stealthy and making her life horrible while she's at the house. That's how you win. Have a great day. Message deleted. First off, thank you for the call from outer space. Great to hear from you. Uh, <laughs> secondly, I have an, uh, an update on Button, the dog. 
The dog that has been pooping all over your house. He for has the been last pooping all over the weeks, house. But weeks? you know, yeah, he's he's been there for you know coming up on a month now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's wonderful to have him around. Uh, he's he, he was barking a lot yesterday. Right. And Audrey did something very nice. She got him a, a little lavender calming collar. So you put this on him, and it helps him to not be so anxious because you know he is a bit of an anxious dog, and you know he's not well-trained, so he does things like bark inside uh-huh. for no reason at all, uh, which is fairly annoying when we got, like, kids that are napping. And by kids, I mean me. Uh, <laughs> but yesterday, because normally, like, he'll he'll act out whenever my mother-in-law's not there, mm-hmm. right? He gets nervous, he'll kind of whine by the door. You feel bad for him, but He's then you feel, you, feel, you feel not so bad for him when he starts pooping in the house yeah. as a result. Well, yesterday, my mother-in-law was there. Mm-hmm. And I took the girls upstairs to put them to bed, and guess what? Button had pooped in their room again. While everybody was there, do while they, everyone was do, there, do your daughters find it funny? They or do, they do hate not. It? They, uh, they I mean, hate it. You should. It sounds like the like a there's a nuclear attack coming. Like the alarms start going off. Like la la, button pooped in my room again. But then there was something additional that we found. Oh, no. oh. he hadn't just pooped in their room. He also pooped in our room. And he pooped in the hallway going into the little bathroom that we have. And my wife stepped in it. Like barefoot stepped in it. So Button's uh, not potty trained. Button is not potty trained. And he crapped in two rooms yesterday while everyone was there. And my wife stepped in Did it. Did she lose it on her mom? Well, she was you know, pretty upset that she had stepped in a pile of dog crap. And... She got a shower immediately after. Well, that. so yeah, I'm like, I'm like, hobble over here, and like, I'll, I'll, I took the shower head off, and it's one of those that like detaches, uh-huh. and so I'm like sitting there hosing off. Put her. it on Pulsate. She recommended that I put it on Pulsate. I'm like, how do you know about this thing going to Pulsate? I she's told like, you it's the best way like, to get clean. If you push the button again, it pulsates harder. I'm like, well, well, well. This is the Dave and Mahoney this show. This is the Dave and Mahoney <laughs> show. <laughs> Yeah, um... Dave and Mahoney present... Uh... Would you like special curling fries? Fast, fast food freakout. Freak Shut up and listen to my order. Brian is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing all right. What's your I'm favorite? Away. What's your, uh... What, what do you do for a living? What kind of work are you doing? Yeah, woodworker, cabinet maker. Cabinet maker. That's solid work. Could have uh, helped Dave out many yeah, months ago. Where were you in May, you son of a bitch? <laughs> I needed you, man. We're right here. <laughs> well, on. come on, Brian. Call in earlier. You Now it's too late. All the cabinets are done. Uh, <laughs> and Dave has been fleeced. <laughs> I got robbed. All right. So, well, thank you for for, uh, for your service, sir, because cabinet making, it's not that easy to find a good cabinet maker, as I learned. Um, what's your favorite fast food restaurant for reference? Uh... I'm gonna go with Taco Bell. I'm Taco a Bell. vegetarian. Yeah, Talk, Taco Bell is a lot legit. of good, a lot of good vegetarian options at Taco Bell. Absolutely. All right, so you're trying to figure out where these real life freakouts happen. What establishment? Both Mahoney and Audrey are playing on your behalf today. Mahoney likes to call himself the world's leading fast food forensic expert. Dave, you know I have been to 41,607 McDonald's worldwide over the past three years. Mm-hmm. So I do think that makes me uh, the world's leading fast food forensic expert. All right, so there's little clues in the audio. Here we go. With the first one, a crazy customer jumps behind the counter to try to fight the workers and gets beat unconscious. Ooh, oh, boy. Oh, 
I'm saying. Hey. Hey, whoa. I need some. <laughs> okay. This one's tough. There's not a lot of beeps in there, uh -huh. but there are a lot of people. Is that A, a Raisin Cane's, mm -hmm. no. B, a Taco Bell, or C, a McDonald's? McDonald's. It's got to be McDonald's. Okay. Nobody's. There's never that many people inside of a Taco Bell. There may be that many people in the drive-thru outside, but right. never on the inside. Okay, so they're both saying McDonald's. Mm. Brian, what about you? I'm going to go McDonald's. McDonald's is... Correct. Well done. You're on the board. Don't pause like we're, you're, there's some sort of <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, Mahoney. There. We, we know, know, we're, we we know, know that we're we right. knew that, man. You know, you know what's interesting, Mahoney, because you and I, we do commentary for mixed martial arts, and mm -hmm. we've been to a lot of UFC fights over the years and everything else. Uh, I've never been at an MMA event where, you know, somebody gets punched and the reaction is, ooh, ooh, ooh. But that is the universal noise that you have to make if you are in a fast food restaurant and a fight starts happening. You have to ooh and ah your way through that entire thing. There's no other proper response. We should start a fast food fight club. We should. And we should be the commentators. We absolutely should. And get paid in fast food. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm out. Brian, uh, you, you can win it right here if you get this one correct. An irate woman returns to the drive-thru because she said there was mold on her bun and she was having none of it. I just ordered here and there's mold on my bread. I want a refund. And smell it. Tell me if that smells right to you. Smell the top bun. That's, that's not mold, that's flour. That's the bottom bun. I'm talking about the top. There's green on there. And smell it. Put it up to your nose and smell it. It doesn't even smell right. I want my money back. And I want to talk to a manager as well. I am, and you're acting like a psycho. So you let your cooks give people molded bread. You better give me my money back or I'm calling corporate. Call the police. Give me my receipt. Lock the door. Oh, boy. Wow. That escalated real quick. I like the guy. Lock the door. He wasn't wrong. He was not wrong. Oh, man. It is tough. What, what an annoying voice. I bet she was hot. All right, so is that A, a Wendy's, B, no. a Whataburger, or C, Jack in the Box? Oh, God. Dude, I'm Maybe this thinking is Wendy's. a Wendy's. A Wendy's, yeah. okay. For, uh, bre for breakfast, though, I mean. Oh. It's a burger. So Whataburger, Whataburger's out, I think. Wendy's, Whataburger, breakfast? Jack in the Box. I don't think it was breakfast. No, she was talking about a burger. burger. Oh, yeah. just a straight yeah, burger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think maybe a Jack in the Box. Okay. Oh, okay. He's okay. going jack-in-the-box. Mahoney, though, what I do you think? I don't know if a jack-in-the-box manager is going to pop off like that. I'm going to—I'm I'm with you, Audrey. My first inclination was a Wendy's. Okay. okay. He uh, said jack-in-the-box, though, Dave. But, Brian, you, you got to go with your gut sometimes. What's your final answer? Wendy's, Whataburger, or jack-in-the-box? Hmm. Maybe I'll go with the pros and go with the Wendy's. Wendy's is correct. <laughs> You're so annoying. You are so annoying. Don't do that anymore. We know we're right. Do what anymore, um, Audrey? It's like William Shatner. Push the button. Which button? You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. It's interesting. The last time that we talked about your Instacart drama, Audrey, there were some people that called and were kind of shaming you for using Instacart, almost insinuating that you were lazy for using it. Right. I think it is a wonderful convenience that has come along in the last couple of years that normally works pretty well. There are problems with it, but as of late, you know, you've had a couple of fairly significant issues, and now there's another one? You know that I am, like, Instacart's number one fan. Like, I have used Instacart multiple times during the week. So the fact that I've had two instances recently where the first one was, I think, last week, and I had a lady throw my groceries at my door 
because I didn't respond to her fast enough in order to meet her where she needed to get help at. Well, let's let's back that up, though. She wanted you to meet her downstairs so that way you could carry the water up, even though that's her job. Correct. Totally still, on her. I was going to do it, still, but I didn't her. respond fast enough, so she threw my groceries at my door. Super cool. Now, fast forward to the other day, and we were having some car troubles. My husband needed to take my car to work. I was out of face wash. Being a woman, that's a big deal. <laughs> I needed the face wash uh-huh. like kind of immediately. So I went on Instacart and had a placed an order for Sephora. And the way that I guess it works, you have to have a barcode that scans it so that you can actually purchase those items from Sephora. I get the order and I look in the thing, like in the bag, and... One item that was in there isn't something that I purchased. It was like a, you know, $5 item versus the $45 item that I, I got, the face wash. Hmm. And I didn't notice it until afterwards. And I contact Instacart and I'm like, hey, like, this is kind of odd. I think that there was like a misunderstanding on my package, but I'm also noticing that it was stapled shut and the staples have been opened. I don't really know what's going on. I don't really care to get a refund. I just want the product, right? Like that's, yeah. I've, I've already placed the order. I want that product. That's need. what I want. That's something I need. Mm-hmm. So, but as I'm, I'm going through and I'm like, that's really bizarre. I call Sephora. The guy remembers, oh yeah, I helped her. And I, and I placed those items in her hands. I bought three items. She bought those specific three items that were on my list. You have to buy them because there's a barcode attached. You can't buy anything else. All of this to say, hmm. she took... She stole from me. She stole it. She stole my $45 item and placed a $5 item that she purchased herself and put it in there. So I call Instacart and I am like, hey, like I just was plain detective. I called Sephora again. She didn't know who she was messing with. Well, I wasn't trying. I do not understand in what world do you not think that things like that are going to get noticed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for you to be stealing from your delivery person, this is almost as egregious as whenever you're seeing people who are ordering food from like DoorDash and they're stealing the food. That's yeah. literally the same thing. You take the picture, you put it down on the floor, and then you say, hey, it was here. Oh, just kidding. And then they take it back to their car and they eat it. This is kind of the same sort of transactional thing. Does that except for, Oh, no, yeah. Not a lot, but it happens. But when they do, they get huh. caught, just yeah. like here. How did you not expect for you to get caught? I call Instacart and they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. We're going to refund you. And I'm like, I still just want the product. It doesn't matter. But I felt, I feel kind of bad though. Why? I got her banned. Good. <laughs> if you're a, a thief. She's a thief. Yeah. She, so that not, that's, just not like, the, that's not the first time she's done accident. this. Like she, she, she went out of her way this. to rob you. Screw her. I feel a thousand bad, percent. Though. No. Nah. I hope her whole family is starving right now. <laughs> I just was so shocked that that was the that was the 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 recourse. Like I did not expect that to be the response. She's like, yeah, well, she's gonna get banned. So I'm wondering if Good. this has already been something that's been on her record or something because it's I feel not like, the first or, unless time. they have a no. Like, an, uh, you know, a policy where it's They're, like a one and done, you get caught if stealing. They, if they did their due diligence, which I assume that they probably did, and then they banned her, there should not be, oh, yeah, you get to rip three people off. And then when you finally get caught for the third time, then you get banned. No, you do that once and you're out. But isn't it funny, though, that I had a, a convenience crutch New Year's resolution yeah. that I was trying to abide by for at least Q1. Audrey, you are... And the and two I mean this, times that I have I know, gone through I and used my convenience crush. 
or the crotch. I no, you I said gave, it right the first time. <laughs> You're in love. I am in love. I can't. This is Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? Bad. bad. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Jay is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you, Jay? I am fantastic. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Let the full 30 seconds play out. we got a couple lifelines if necessary. And sort of all over the place today, we have one that has 19 views, another one that has 13.5 million views. Whoa. So here we go with the first one. This has got 134 views. Good luck. Mahoney, you said before that you like it when people put their own spin on cover songs. Uh, that was a mistake. I didn't what? hate this. I actually was, didn't hate that. I hated it. Really? Hated it. Hmm. Um, okay, so 134 views on that. Jay, were you able to pick it up? It is very different than the original. I, I, I was getting the beat, but I'm, I'm having a really hard time with this one. I, I'm going to need a little help. If, no way. Uh, I got, got you. This one. Okay, Mahoney. That is uh, Personal Jesus from either Depeche Mode or Marilyn Manson. Yes, that is correct. What? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't have gotten like that. Like I said, too, a little bit too much of a departure for my personal taste, but there like we go. Uh, Mahoney is burnt as a lifeline, but good use of that lifeline, Jay. Uh, Mahoney is off the board. Here we go on to the next one. 368 views on this one from Steve Welsh. I get up around seven, get out of bed around nine. Night always That sounds like if Oasis was covering that band, doesn't yes, it? Yes, I'd like that. Is that <laughs> how many views did that one have? Only 368. Really? Yeah, not that very many good. at all. Uh, over to you, Jay. Do you know that one? <laughs> I do, and, and I was thinking the same thing, Oasis, but no, it's uh, Guns N' Roses, Mr. Brown. That is correct, but yeah, it sounded... One more time, just li- listen for Oasis here. Right? Sure. I like, I like that one too. Again, I mean, I love Oasis, but like, what? what Steve Welsh is the guy. Right. Steve Welsh, yeah. Welsh. If you want to look him up. All right, Jay, you're doing great. Two for two, and here we go on to the one that has 13.5 million views from Overdrive Duo. This is a cover done on ukulele, which maybe love a uke. is why we've got 13.5 million views. You can win it right here with a full point. Here we go. Imagine if you were the kid in school that got bullied for playing ukulele, and yet here you are getting 13.5 million views on YouTube for each one of your videos. I'm just mad you stopped that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it was good. Really good. Jay, for the win, do you know it? I I do. I'm really sad, though, because I want to hear the fourth song, so even if I tell you the answer to this one, will you play the fourth one anyway? 
I mean, sure. <laughs> okay. I love it's, that. Uh, dire Straits Sultans of Swing. There you go, brother. Well, well done. Why are you so, Dave, why are you so alarmed that he wants to hear more? Because we're rolling off one that had 13.5 million views and it was really good. And the fourth one has 19 views. Like, do you, are we sure we want to go there? You asked for it, so you're going to get it. Here we go. Restless hearts sleep alone tonight. Sending all my love, Lord, no The same Stop it there. That's what I sound like whenever I record Our, concerts. Yeah. And then I accidentally hear what you I hear sound like in the background. Along, I can't like, even hear the artist. <laughs> it's just me in the background. Are you are you proud of yourself, Jay, what you've done to the listening audience? This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. New message. Call the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail. 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Miss Audrey, I commend you on being an honest woman. You stay that way because honest women are a rarity. Talk to you later. Bye. Message deleted. Sometimes I find myself to be too honest, though. Mm. I be yapping. I need to shut up. Also, I don't like the honest women are a rarity. Dude, there's... Are they? No. Just like there are... I don't know. Most of the women that... uh, I mean, maybe I'm just lucky. But, I mean, most of the women that I know are... Way more honest than most of the guys that I know. Yeah, I think it's uh, a really funny thing because a lot of women want to be mysterious. They want to, like, mm. you know, not really walk into a room and all of a sudden trauma dump on everybody that walks <laughs> in the room after them. Like, we just talk. Like, it sucks. No, the thing <laughs> that we like about you and the thing that, you know, one of the reasons why you and I became friends early on many years ago is just because you are honest. And you talk and you're, you, you, you speak and then you think about it later. <laughs> And I like that because that's how, you know, that's so true. True. we're that's all the so same, true. But, but, it's, but we're here in a room <laughs> where it's just us and we're talking to friends and then we forget that, oh wait, there's a, there's, there's, there's a lot of people listening What's to us. Fu- one of my favorite moments with, with this segment specifically with the voicemail is where people have called up in the past and they'll bring up something that Audrey has said on the show and She'll be like, how dare you bring that up? That was Stop supposed it. to be a secret between Dude. us when you said it live on the air in front of the entire audience. But it's like my diary. Yeah. I treat this show like my diary. And if I say it and I write it down, if I say it over the air. It's supposed to go away. It's supposed to be between yeah. us. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. You don't ever bring that back up. Yeah. That was confidential between me, you, and everyone listening. <laughs> don't do that. How dare you? It's like my close friend story on Instagram. If you start talking about that, you're going to get out. removed. You're out of here. Please leave a message after the tone. I would like to know where I can get a really, really, really good bagel. I've been going to Einstein forever, but if you guys know the better place, let me know. Thanks. Message I feel deleted. Like bagels are all basically the same. Einstein just, is just also true. bottom of the barrel. Slap some cream cheese on that bitch, and it's delicious. Like, it doesn't matter. There like, is I like a, Walmart bagels. There is a bagel that I'll regularly eat. It's the only regularly consumed bagel that I have, and it's because there's one at the airport where they have an Einstein bagel, mm-hmm. and they, they have the farmhouse sandwich is what it's called, where it's got some eggs on there. It's like on the Asiago cheese, and then it's got 
I don't know, some cream cheese and ham. And on paper, it looks wonderful. And somehow they make it awful. The, I don't know. The Every airport time bagel places put too much cream cheese. It's too much cream it's cheese. too much, which I know yeah. is a hard thing to imagine. But they, they slap on way too much cream cheese. And in, at an airport, you don't have extra handy napkins. No. And so when, when something that you're eating gets out of control, it's very inconvenient. I just like going to Starbucks breakfast these days. Like something about just having a really double microwaved mm-hmm. sausage, saunas, whatever that English muffin is thing yeah. on like 3D printed. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it does taste like it's 3D printed. 3D printed uh, <laughs> the, the eggs. Yeah, what are those eggs? That is They're a fake. 3D printed those egg. Those are absolutely fake sure eggs. Is. That's it's, not real that's life not eggs. not from a real chicken. Dave and I were walking Liars. through the airport, what was it, last Friday. And this was around 11 o'clock, yeah. I would say. And there were probably a hundred people at the Wendy's there, and I just could not believe yeah. why there were so many people. Wendy's for breakfast? The, it, well, I think it was lunch. It was it oh. crossover after ten thirty. Why there were so many people eating Wendy's at the airport? The only thing that is more egregious than Wendy's, which don't get me wrong, I enjoy me some Wendy's. Their spicy chicken nuggets, top tier, but not at the airport. The only thing crazier than that is the Popeyes. Like, if you're eating at a Popeye's Oh, man, I've done that, and, an and I have wrecked a, uh, a an airplane bathroom before. Like oh, inst- an airplane bathroom? Because it gave me the chills. Oh. It was in an, it was in of the course. Atlanta airport, and I had not, I wasn't, I didn't have access to a Popeye's. So every time I would ever go to the airport in uh, Atlanta, I would get so hyped if I was in that terminal. And that one instance, I was, and it hit me like that. Of like course I, it did. And of course I was like Popeyes. shivering in the middle seat, and I was like, I've got to ask this person to move, or else I'm going to crash all over the both of us. And then do you worry that you're taking too long crapping so that way everyone knows when you come out of the bathroom that, that you've gone in there and just destroyed it? Dude. Because that's a, that's a fear of there, mine. Boney, you are so, that is so facts. If, if there is maybe a worse thing than a Popeye's, it would be a Long John Silver's in an there's, airport. There's no, there's not a Long John Silver's in an, in an airport here in America. If there is, there is, there, not. is there that's a setup. That's a setup. <laughs> if they're doing that, then Dude, that, that, those are narcs. The TSA will not let them through. No. Like, no, we'll Can let you the imagine Popeye's some through. dude eating like hush puppies and, and fish sticks next oh, to you? Oh, God. Like, oh, the tuna fish sandwiches that they sell at those, like, the Hudson dude, bookstores you, you already feel like a jail news. charge. <laughs> yeah, if you were, that is prison food. It is. I've never thought about that. Like, airport, the, the super convenient prepackaged sandwiches and prison food are, like, one and the same. Made like, by the legit. same company. Yeah, they're, yeah. Probably, they're probably made by convicts and yeah. then shipped out of the jail. Uh, Chris, you were doing some research over there. Is there, in fact, a Long John Silver's at an airport in the United States of America? You got to turn your mic on. Yeah, I'm 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 a professional over here. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, there uh, there is not actually, but there's at not. the same time, Mahoney there's really not that very many Long John Silvers left. You know what? Good. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm rooting for the demise of Long John Silvers. Good. No, I'm happy to hear that. I can't wait till they all go away. No, I, that that breaks my heart. What do you mean it breaks your heart? When's the last time you ate Long John Silvers? I think America, one of America's pillars. No, <laughs> the foundation of America. It's crumbling. Yes, and it, oh, it's starting with Long. It John is Silvers. starting with yes. Long John so, Silvers. Secondarily to Captain D's, because Captain D himself actually rode over from uh, uh, England, and he was. It was that's how he got his name, Captain you're, D's. And you're from, a Chinese mole, aren't you? You're trying to take I'm down spreading America. Spreading propaganda. Yeah. Into a Captain D's is that better? Also, uh, no, they are not. It's Captain actually worse. B- it's, more, it's even greasier. Yeah. But what I did not know, again, about Long John Silver, is that it's from your home state of Kentucky, Audrey. It is? Yeah. Well, wow. well, well, they got the you. Colonel, they the Colonel. The Colonel himself. You started, you yes. started the, 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 the America's largest fast food seafood restaurant 
in Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> no wonder it's failing. Please leave a message after the tone. Amish girls have no way of knowing it's a romantic candlelit dinner or just a dinner. Message deleted. Oh. Dude, I would like the oh. if I was single to meet some uh, some people out on Rump Springer. Like I would love I would love to party with the Amish when they're out on Rump Because Springer. you would just be a magician with all of your electronics. No, Dude, like, you're like, like look at these. Oh, these are called they AirPods. Have, they, have <laughs> they do, they're, they're, man. Oh, they it's do? not oh, like yeah. you're like Oh. A lot of them have hidden phones. <laughs> hidden phones. They just have phones. Yeah, because oh. there was like the, the what is it, a couple like months ago over the summer, wasn't there like a fake missile or something? There was some that there was some national alert system that went off on our phones that was uncalled for and unexpected. It was and, the Amish that did it, huh? No, and oh. that, but they got but so they many of the Amish it. got outed for having phones because they didn't preemptively turn them <laughs> off, and it and it and it overrides your uh, mute. The EAS starts going yes. off, and you're like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> they busted my butt phone. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. There has been some drama in the studio all morning with Mahoney's haircut. He uh, he got a haircut yesterday, and Audrey says, hey, your haircut looks great. And then she goes, but what's the problem? And Mahoney has been refusing to tell her yes, and I've until asked him we're multiple live times. on the air about it. Go tell ahead. Us, what happened with your haircut, and why is it so, so dramatic? So you know that anytime you are in the process of finding a new stylist, a new barber, Anybody who does your hair, it's a big thing because, at least for me, I've only had two serious uh, stylist relationships in you're, my lifetime. You're a commitment guy. And, I, and they were both phenomenal. So now the, finding a new one has been a, a, a rocky road. And I've actually, you know, we talked about this on the show. People have actually emailed me, hey, check out this person. And I've done my research and, like, checked out their Instagrams and done all this stuff of trying to find who I want to go to that's in a proximity of my house. Yeah, they, it has to be convenient and also good, but it's not the sort of thing where you want to be looking for that person for a long time. You hope that when you walk into the first place, it's a it, yeah. you know, grand slam. And my hair was long, and my wife is threatening me with divorce. Yeah. If I don't cut my hair, she uh, does not find me to be a uh, attractive man. With uh, long, shaggy hair. She said it gave her the ick whenever it starts touching the top of your ears. Yeah, when your hair touches the top of the <laughs> Which ear. Is valid. She, Which is valid. She, it grosses her out. So I find this guy. I make an appointment. As you do. So I'm excited about this. I tell her. I'm like, I've made an appointment. It's right after the show uh, yesterday. And I go there and I'm right on time. I mean, this I'm is like a really conflicted guy telling his his wife that he's going to therapy finally. But instead, it's just a haircut. Just a, just a haircut. <laughs> but, but I made an appointment. And it was an appointment where you had to like confirm it with a credit card so oh, this wow. is like a serious serious stuff, appointment yeah. like yeah. so i get there i'm two minutes early i get in i get checked in i sit down and the guy who i'm supposed to go to has somebody else in the chair and i'm like okay he's just finishing up about 15 minutes go by and i'm like why do we have appointments if i'm going to sit here for 15 minutes i oh. tend to agree i am annoyed right now <laughs> so after in, about in girl world that is funny to me at, well but what do you mean that's funny? That's not funny. It's that's funny not, to me because that happens to women all the time. But it shouldn't if you're making an appointment. But thing, but but hair, but things uh, in go my, over. In my, in my personal uh, experience with my stylist over the years, I've never waited more than five to ten minutes. Punctuality and we're is at important. 15 minutes, and this is a first time going to this person. Okay. 20-minute mark hits. He walks over to me, and he goes, yeah, I'm uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm running real, real behind right now. Uh, I'm going to just give you to this other guy. 
just give you to the other this, that was guy. his word he's like i'm just gonna give you this other guy he's gonna he'll take care of you but like the reason why i booked with you is because i wanted to be with you that's yeah. really crazy so okay. i am very annoyed at this point but i don't i don't cause a scene i don't say anything it's just say okay Sure. You well, know, I would hope you didn't like flip a table or something. No, yeah, but there's, you know, they're I, they're showing attitude, and there's, you know, you. I am perturbed at this point because, especially as soon as I sit down in the other guy's chair, somebody else comes in and he takes them. Oh, so but then so, that means that he was two people behind. Like he was, he was really, or he was he's really skipping behind. me to try to go to somebody yeah, else. No, he's skipping you. Whatever no. it may Dave, be. That's no, not the case. I mean, and I mean, granted, and he I, does. I, I don't mean this to, in a negative way. You look like a bad tipper. And granted, I will say this: I'm a new client. He's never he's never waited on me. He's never done my hair. He doesn't know me. Yeah. And you probably have established clients, but this is not a great way to introduce me to you and your shop. Right. First and foremost, so it gets me to the other guy, younger guy. I think he's maybe like 22, 23. Super soft spoken. I have never had. I've had some amazing haircuts, but I've never had somebody take like as much. Time. Your hair looks seriously. I, he spent I, an hour. Your hair is so detailed. The fade on it is so good. It's bizarre. The guy spent an hour on this haircut. Kills it. Super nice. Doesn't talk a whole lot. But when he does, soft spoken, nice, quiet, just good dude. And Everything's so, perfect, basically. Everything is, I mean, he knocks it out of the park. Just absolutely kills it. And I'm just like, but I'm still seething. Yeah. Because the other guy well, did this to not me. Not only did you get traded off like you were some schlub on the practice yeah. squad, it took an additional 20 minutes to do that. Yes. If that had happened like five Straight minutes in, yep. okay, fine. Fine. So, but it ended up being a good thing. But sure, still, but... God, God, come I, on. He's got, you got a sick haircut. It looks and awesome. I will 100% be going back to this guy again and again. I got all of his contact information. But let me tell you what I did because I was still... Very, very perturbed by just like the guy looked at me. He's like, "You don't look like a good client." Yeah. Haircut costs thirty five dollars. Yes, thirty five dollars for this for, for this haircut, and the guy just, I mean, again, knocked it out of the park. Thirty five dollars for an I hour. Wore, wow. Yeah, for an hour. Yeah. And again, new guys in his early twenties. He had just moved to town as well. We were talking about barbecue, which also piqued my interest. Ooh, oh yeah. And so he's flirting with you, man. He was. <laughs> so I give this guy a hundred and sixty-five dollar tip, making it two hundred total, just as a f you to the other guy, because I know he is going to say that guy just tipped me hundred and sixty-five dollars. You moron! You can't go back to this guy now. And not have that same sort of I thing. I still can. What are you going to tip him next my, time? My, my, no, my, no, I'll, I'll double it. I'll give him $70 next time for a $35 haircut. That's really cheap haircut. And still yeah. giving him $70 or $80. That's still a great thing. But this time, Dave, but I wanted to, I wanted this other guy who tossed me away like I was a, a, a disposable piece of garbage to know you're that so you done funny. messed up because so I am a, a great tipper. It was a spite tip. I get that. A spite tip. But so you had kind of a bad experience and you paid $200 for it and boy, did you show him. I did. Yeah. Because I'm going to go back. Uh-huh. Because again, I'm a very recognizable person. Yeah, yeah. Super famous. Tall, handsome. Uh-huh. Always wearing a Tom Bahama. That's right. And I will continue to tip very, very well to let him know that he done messed up and I'm just going to Hawk See, him what I mean, down because like, his his doesn't even sound his, like you would have wanted that guy in the first place. <laughs> his chair is right across the way. 
from him. So they're like, so I will be looking at him so the entire time so I get a haircut. Just relax, This man. guy just it's, doesn't know how to work his own books, and Mahoney's like, he hated me. And since He's there is, one look. That guy's not thinking about you at all. There's an He's online, oh, since there's an online schedule, I will only book my haircuts the days that both of them are working. <laughs> Just to make sure that he's there and he knows oh my okay, God. that I'm a good tipper. I'm on board with it now. This is his villain origin story right here. <laughs> it's like Batman's parents getting killed and Mahoney getting rebooked with somebody else for a haircut. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. So Taylor Sheridan is arguably one of the most sought-after producers in Hollywood right now. He's had hit after hit after hit and for numerous networks. And I will say, I mean, it's kind of goofy, dude, blow-up action type of shows that he tends to do. Yellowstone, obviously, his biggest hit, but then the spinoffs of that. And then uh, there's been some other shows, uh, Mayor of Kingstown, that he did as well. That that's was... coming back now. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Jeremy Renner is the star of that yeah, show. And and we know it's a horrible accident, yep. uh, you know, up in Tahoe. Was it like two years ago? But he's recovered. And, yep, Lion, you know, Lioness is another one that he did that was a, that was a big hit uh, that had big stars in it. Now there is a uh, show that is based on the podcast Boomtown, and it stars Billy Bob Thornton. I, Boomtown? Yep. The old TV show Boomtown? I don't know if that if it's tied into the old TV show that's tied into that podcast and they're bringing it back or if it's different. But uh-huh. either way, um, Billy Bob Thornton, fan of his, him doing stuff with Taylor Sheridan, here for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 if they can get along, you know? Yep. I mean, that's the thing. Billy Bob Thornton, I, I believe, is one of those... Uh, you know, he is an interesting actor, I will say. So, you know, uh, and, you know, there's been some reported uh, tension between Kevin Costner and Taylor Sheridan yep. that's gone on. And I feel like Billy Bob Thornton is kind of like on another level than Kevin Costner as far as like guys who get into their roles. Like Kevin Costner is Kevin Costner in every yes. role that he plays. Billy Bob Thornton is is a true weirdo. So it can I, it can morph. I just recently watched the first season of Fargo and uh, Billy Bob Thornton's in it. And oh, yeah. I just recently... I mean, it's funny that you're bringing this up because I was like, oh, my God, I need more Billy Bob Thornton. And I, mean, I never would have thought that, I would have said that. that but haircut. Like, I need more Billy Bob Thornton. That yeah. haircut in season one of Fargo that Billy Bob had, you're like, man. It's like, that's what, like, the the actresses do. They get they, they take an ugly role and they win an Oscar. Billy Bob Thornton gets an ugly haircut and he gets uh, all of his accolades. It's going to be on Paramount+. Plus. It's uh, the, the new show, even though it's based on that podcast, Boomtown, it's going to be called Landman. And the uh, the show is going to explore the conflicts between billionaires and roughnecks in the oil fields of Texas, Ooh. which is very on uh, brand for Taylor Sheridan. That is not the old NBC show. It is not. No. Uh, it's filming in Fort Worth, Texas. So Landman is the, uh, the name of the new show, and it is on the way from Taylor Sheridan and Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, we love Eugene Levy here at the Dave Mahoney Show. And one program that he signed on to, which is a little bit surprising, is called The Reluctant Traveler. I don't know if you watched any of that, Audrey. I did. Uh, on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, season number two is coming around. The reason why it's called that is because Eugene Levy has always been just that. Uh, has not liked traveling, even though he's been a big star in Hollywood for a long time. Does not like getting on planes and everything else. And so when they pitched him this series of, hey, would you like to do the thing that you hate the most? And we're going to film the entire experience. I guess it went well enough where oh. he signed on for season number Number two, he's going to be going all over Europe this time. He's going to go to Sweden. He's going to go to Scotland. He's going to go to Germany, Greece, Italy, Spain, all of that. And so he's going to be you know, kind of immersing himself in the uh, local cuisines and culture and adventures he's and all that stuff. He is. He's he just really wanting. is. Yep. Uh, the uh, the two episodes premiering on March 8th, so it's coming up in about a month. And that's now. on Apple TV? Apple TV Plus, yep. 
Uh, maybe not a huge surprise, at least in my house. Uh, Bluey, the popular children's cartoon, Love has Bluey. become the second most streamed show in the United States, according to Nielsen. That's crazy. I, I mean, um, my stepdaughter is 11 years old. I'm not really sure uh, at what point you start up or start watching Bluey. Um, but she'll turn it on every once in a while for, like, I guess, kind of how I turn on SpongeBob. It's yeah. like a uh, makes you feel good sort of show. Yeah. And every time she has it on, I crack up. It's a funny show. As an adult, yeah. it is so cute. And the theme song's a banger. Yes, it is. How do you know about Bluey? I've just been over to my friend's house when they've had it on. I'm like, this is pretty and, good. And the, the reason why you know the theme song is because the episodes are short, so it seems like that theme song is constantly on. Yeah, those are like maybe 15-minute, 20-minute episodes. I mean, it had 43.9 billion viewing minutes of that show and I would say probably 37 billion have been at my house. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> fair. I was just going to ask if your uh, kids were really into Bluey oh, or not. That, that, not only do they love Bluey, they love like the offshoot Bluey stuff, like the YouTube videos that people will make where it's like Bluey dance videos and stuff. What? They are very into the Bluey culture. We've wow. got Bluey dolls at the house. I mean, it is a hit in the Farrah household, no question about it. But second most streamed show in the United States, that's something. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. I got a message for you. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, love the show. Message deleted. <laughs> Wait a second. Hit? Was that was that edited, Chris? Did you? Was there a but? That, no, that was all he said. That was it. That was it. You Just call. I, I like compliments, so. When, when people go out of their way to do something nice, it just doesn't happen enough in the world today. I appreciate it. I don't believe you. Even when it was clearly edited, and that is yeah. a lie, thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, Megan did that one. I'm sure she screwed it up. <laughs> uh, but I like the compliment. We'll take it. Please leave a message after the tone. Have you introduced your new listeners to Message deleted. So if you are new to the show, that you might not know that one of our things that we've done in the past is we'll play Lachona because it is impossible to be in a bad mood when you are listening to this. Everyone's hips started moving at the same time. The, the head starts bobbing. This is one of the moments. Like, you cannot play this song and not dance. Right. Like, you just move. You're, you're dancing in your car right now, aren't you? Or at work, wherever you might be. Look at See, that. See, but, like, little hips hey, moving. this song outs me as being, like, not that great of a dancer. I'm so. not a good dancer. It doesn't matter. All I'm doing is literally, like, bouncing up and down. Up, up, Sometimes up, up. that's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're happy right now, aren't you? Here it is. I'm happy. Yeah. And Dave doesn't dance. Dave literally didn't even do a first dance at his own wedding. So the yeah. fact that you're dancing that the, right now is pretty crazy. the most I've ever seen you dance. I will dance to Lachona. I will not dance with the wife. <laughs> okay, that was fantastic. Yeah. See? Yeah. see? You see how much better your day is now? So, when you forget to run the dishwasher and all the spoons are dirty, are you the person that wash, takes a spoon out and washes it? Or are you the person that uses a fork to eat their cereal? Message I'll deleted. Fork, but I what, will say. Wait, how, how, what are you talking about? You, you, fork, will, you fork your, your cereal? You will fork your cereal. I, I'll use whatever <laughs> whatever whatever <laughs> utensil like is available <laughs> hang, hang at on. the moment. So uh, The reason care. why I, I cannot 
comprehend this is because that's not the order that it goes in. Oh, Dave. What do you mean? Oh, you, sweet little Dave. Don't you die. There <laughs> oh, is a system sir. in place for this, and it is for a Have reason. Have you thought about, like, I don't know, like, unpacking that in therapy at all? What like, is like, therapy? Why does that don't be bother disgusting. you so bad? Okay, because you end up forking your cereal is why it bothers me so, so bad. It actually makes perfect sense, though, you if you're using it. out. But listen, you Dave. You get the spoon. Think and about, then you go get the cereal and the milk. There's an order to this. Now nah, the spoon's Fork the last prongs thing. through the Cheerio. It actually would probably work also, better. Also, when it comes to your dishwasher, we are doing it all wrong because I have been getting super fed to my, like, Instagram mm-hmm. how to clean a dishwasher and how often you are and how gross Dude, it's so gross they are. in there. I've lived in my house for 12 years never, or so. Never. Never once. cleaned it once. Because you got to think about all the food particles that get caught in there. Well, Being an adult is it. so wild because there's different versions of adults. Mm-hmm. There are people who know things and there are people who don't know things. Yeah. And I'm on the I'm on the ladder. I, I don't know anything. <laughs> like, I know nothing about being an adult. And also, that goes for a lot of, uh, like, your your washing machine. Your microwave. Your microwave has a filter. The only thing <laughs> I was familiar with was, like, I know we clean out the, the lint trap and the lint uh, exhaust or whatever, the exhaust. On the, I don't on the even know if I've cleaned the, the exhaust. What? Oh, you have to. Yeah, you don't have to exhaust, do that every year, trap. but you oh, should. Yeah. yeah. The trap. The, 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 well, the, the tra- trap. No, but the, right that's there. not where this. That's where we think the fire starts. The fire starts in the thing in the back because that's where all the lint gets blown and it gets caught there. See, it's mm-hmm. wild. So you got to like clean that out. They have services that do it for like fifty to a hundred bucks. But uh, there's just versions of a bit of adulting that I feel like I don't know where the training is. I don't know where you go to school to be able to find out these things about they adulthood. They just put us out in the wild they when we're did, 18. They did. They did. They just said, go be free. Barrel. So here's <laughs> my, my, my wife actually asked me. It's probably been in a month or two now where she said, hey, the dishwasher isn't getting the dishes as clean as it should be. Can you clean the filter on it? And same thing. Shocked. What do you mean? Filter, that, dishwasher. Which I didn't even know really that. I thought that the fact that you could take the bottom rack out was always an accident. Like, I thought that I was breaking like it. Like, ripping it out. Yeah. Like, literally. No. I was like, oh, God, I've broken the... I'm like, so, I'm, a, I'm not telling my landlord. I, I went through the process. I YouTubed how to do it. I started the process and then realized it was too complicated, gave up, lied, said I did it. No. Yep. yep that's how I'm coming clean right now. And you're like, wow, those dishes are really a lot cleaner, huh? I'm, it's co- like, wow, I'm yeah, coming clean, really unlike my dishes. <laughs> I, uh... Man, I hope she's not listening. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So we've talked about how there's other parts of the world that are doing the four-day work week, and that is very enticing to us, right? I mean, the idea of being able to only work four days a week is a great idea, and we've been standing behind it since the uh, since the, the concept first got floated. But this is perhaps even more significant when it comes to something that is being done by a corporation. I mean, basically, it's the entire country of Germany that's trying out this four-day work week, or at least a lot of the companies over there are, to see how it works on a, on a much larger scale. Uh, but this is something that a corporation in South Korea, in Seoul, has decided that they are going to do. They're incentivizing people to have kids. Now, that seems like kind of a foreign thing because here in the United States, it's almost like a lot of companies frown on you having kids because it's distracting to your work. We get zero paid maternity leave. Yeah, in a lot of cases. Yeah, there's there's just, you <laughs> we're, know, we, we're there's nothing, the there's nothing mandated by the government. Right. Yeah, we are one of the only countries that do that. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? In the negative way. <laughs> so uh, this this particular company, it's called Boo Young, they announced a $75,000 bonus 
for each time that you have a kid as part of an effort to help South Korea address its very low fertility. Dave, that's three hundred thousand dollars. That's that what you could I mean, have, man. If you got, you have four kids, man. I know. I, what a what an absolute waste having these kids in America. Seventy five thousand dollars per kid. Like all you have to do is get a job at this company and then start having kids and. Instantly, you're making $75,000 yeah, a year. Yeah, but then they get hooked on video games whenever you're living there. The, the way yeah. that they have all of these rehabilitation centers for video game addiction in South Korea is nuts. I mean, we, America's got our own problems. So, But that's crazy. That is an insane amount of money, and I don't know what the conversion factor is. For the dollar versus... Does that make you a hooker because you're getting paid to bang? It's a, you're just a high-end hooker, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 520... or. Fi- $5.25 million is what they handed out in 2021, which is the first year that this program was in place for 70 babies born during that time. So South Korea has faced a declining fertility rate, reaching 0.72 So has America, year. though. Yeah, but I mean, like well, South Korea. certain groups. Yeah, so- South Korea is like real bad, yeah, though. Just, so. South Korea and Japan are, yeah, it's it's declining and they, hard. What's interesting is that they continue to do this as well. So it's not like $75,000 for your first kid, but then like that's enough, you know? Yeah. No, it's like every kid that you have, $75,000. Well, it looks like uh, we know where you're relocating, Dave. I'll see y'all later. Can you get pay, Can you get back pay for all the kids I got? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, it's a newborn. Sir, she's 11. That's a wrap. Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. Dot, 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 dot,